Welcome to the Chicago Beef League podcast. This is Chip Streif. Say hello, Alex. Hello, Alex. <laughs> Welcome to our newest, newest episode. Uh, it's going to be jam-packed and uh, 10 hours long. Uh, Alex, you want to tell us all about what the agenda is going to be? Yeah, so we're going to just uh, shortly here catch up on what's going on this week. A uh, quick preview of next week, and then we have a special guest appearance. Um, we are uh, welcoming the owner and general manager of Real Girls Going Wild uh, onto the pod. So listen in uh, to get some in-depth views from Lowe on some of his strategies and how he came up with his team name and a larger discussion that's eh, just interesting. So um Let's do you want Chip, do you have anything that you want to talk about that's going on at your house? Uh, hang on to your butts. I don't know. What what did what was the phrase that you told my daughter and son uh uh a couple of years ago that they <laughs> Yeah. Every time every time they got in the car to drive somewhere with us, I would say hold on to your butts. Mm-hmm. And it's like a two year old now saying it repeatedly on end. Thank you. Um Oh, is she still saying it? No, well, I mean, as soon as she sees you, she's going to say, like, hold on to your butts, and instead of saying hello, it's going to be great. Um, no, do I have anything else to add? Uh, no, I think uh, we've we've got a, a full slate, and uh, we don't want to exhaust people's ear, ears. Cool. Um, Where yeah, do we start? Where do we start? Let, let's jump in. This week, uh, as someone recently in our group chat had brought up, it's a pretty close week. Uh, the biggest blowout is 6-4. Uh, and that is across every matchup except for my matchup uh, with Jay, which is 5.5, 4.5. So, um, Beef League, parody. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's been parody for a while. You've been very lucky. End of story. All right. So, anyways, so we have Crips <laughs> being uh, Auto Dave, 6-4. Um, we had predicted Crips to take that one. Uh, I suspect, unless, you know, something catastrophic happens, that Chen's going to take hold on to that. Um, Chen, I mean, Chen's actually having a fine week, as is, um, ignoring Dave for a second. Uh, Dave should lose. And I, I think that this is going to be 9-1 to one in, in another day or so. Yeah, Dave, Dave's got... Um, it, I mean, the offensive categories aren't particularly close with the exception of stolen bases. Uh, and Dave has some crazy pitching stuff going on at this point. Um, and of course, you know, he's winning saves and holds, which is what happens when you auto draft and you get Liam Hendricks, uh, Rachel Iglesias, Krenchik, and Kimbrell. Uh, yeah, I, you, you can't say it any better. It, it, that's all he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, Chen's got DeGrom going, and unless... Tyone throws out a stinker. Um, I, I like Chen's chances here. Um, next matchup, let's move on. Uh, Ken, the Mexicans, against Otto Vishnu. And that's, mm-hmm. again, close. Um, it's a little bit more split, even. Um, but, you know, a, a lot of the pitching... What I've noticed, a lot of pitching matchups this week have been really close. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, this is more of a toss-up to me. Uh, yeah, you, you could say that, um, tonight will probably d- determine the fate of the week, to be honest. Uh, Vishnu's got two starts, Bumgarner and Mize, and Ken's got Bubik, uh, Bubich, whatever his name is. Um, 
I think you'll they'll know whether or not this is done. Uh, I I suspect that Ken's team is is surprisingly better than um, I think we've we've we haven't really talked about Ken's team very much. Uh, he's had a lot of injuries, just like everyone else, but he's got some interesting players like Semyon, for example, player this year, uh, which I think you were demonizing at the draft. Uh, I liked no. him. No, or did I you like him? him? I like Simeon. I had Simeon going in the first round to John because John always, the commish, always takes Simeon at the end of the first round, and he did this year. And he didn't. Um, yeah, so it, it, Ken's just, anyway, the, the high level of this team, it, it, in many stars, and he literally kind of like uh, and um, Herner, and Herner got injured the next day. But uh, it's interesting team, uh, and his pitching's been pretty decent so far Herner Horner 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 I always thought it was Horner it's Herner Nico Nico from above the law Horner (laughs) yes and he just lost uh Carrasco has the same issues of injuries he hasn't had Springer who was one of his keepers he hasn't played all year um Anyway, long story short, Ken's team is interesting, and he's four or three and four. He's going to be four and four in a moment. Um, and not to bury the lead, we, we've got low on uh, later in the show. Um, as those, these are the two expansion teams. It's it's interesting that they're competitive and um, they're fun. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, low low losing this week to the commission six to four. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, close. close. They both have four starts remaining. Uh, Kamish has some crazy starting pitching um, ratio stats uh, this far into the week, but both have four pitchers remaining. So uh, I think this could go either way. Yeah, it's a pitching, it's a pitcher's matchup right now. Uh, the yeah, off, the, both offenses have been awful. Um, oh yeah, so OBP here. We're talking about two sixty one losing to two seventy nine. So I mean, I mean, this is kind of the new reality. Um, but yeah, the, these two teams have the offense is awful. Um, I I I worry, and we will. We, I think we talk about it later. But I worry that John might win this week, and no yeah. one ever wants John to win. For the record, that's correct. We want the commission to lose because we all know that some streak is coming at some point, and he's somehow yes. going to sneak his way into the playoffs. Sneaky devil magic. Mm-hmm. None of us want that. Um, then we have Sunny Six K going up against Josh, uh, mm-hmm. formerly my rival. Um, <laughs> Sunny 6K in desperate need of a victory is winning 64. But uh, again, this is pretty close with the exception of stolen bases. Yeah, barely. Um, yeah, this is, this is I, 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 as I said in the, the text thread, that I think Josh uh, really should be considering some professional help if he loses this week. Um, this, is a, this is a damning uh, loss if this happens. But We'll see. If Josh uh, loses, he can expect to see about six hundred trade requests trade offers. <laughs> for just for Tim Anderson. Um, so that's going to happen. That's totally going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he's and he, he lost Trey Mancini this week. Uh, Mancini playing the White Sox got hit in the elbow uh, on the so not on his protected arm, but on the inside of his back arm, and it looked. I mean, like fastball right at your elbow. And he tried to come out and field, but couldn't even throw the ball. So that might be bad, which also is a really bad story because Mancini, obviously, just 18 months ago had uh, cancer, uh, stage three colon cancer, um, which 
you know, it's, that's, that's all. And he, he got through it. And, um, and actually I, I talked to, uh, my mom cause she had also had, um, colon cancer. She had stage three colon cancer. So, um, you know, like, just cause she doesn't like sports. So I was like, Oh, here's a good sports story for you, mom. This guy had, you know, same thing as you. well, so can we take a moment and just make Josh's uh, situation worse for a moment? I think it's, it's the right thing to do. Obviously. Um, Obviously, so Wait, CJ Abrams, worse than worse than me rejecting him as a rival because that's pretty that's a slap in the face. He didn't really embrace that rivalry, to be honest. I think you are seeking a rivalry and you don't have a rival. Uh, yeah, it's a well. We'll get into that later. Um, but CJ Abrams is his top prospect, and uh, he hasn't played. Um, you know, it'd be really just, you know, you, you like to make fun of my prospect um, failures and whatnot. It'd be really funny if uh, all, at the end of this year, like CJ Abrams, just like careers over. It's like they're just the final, like <laughs> Mackenzie Gore, Nate Pearson, and now well, CJ yeah. Abrams is all like, none of them make it. They all fail. I was <laughs> like say, my Travis yeah. Snyder to all my other prospects failing all in the same year. Yeah. I mean, so we have, uh, Abrams hasn't played. Mackenzie Gore has been awful in the minors. Mm-hmm. And Pearson's injured. Pearson's always going to be injured. He's the next Thor, as you called out. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I don't even think he's as good as Thor. He's like the next. No, but you know what, what I mean. Thor. Yeah, no, always going to be injured. Uh, speaking of which, Sunny 6K lost Thor for another six weeks. Um, I want to. So at some point, we have to go back and see exactly how many games. Uh, he's pitched for sunny six K in like the last five years. Totally. It's because probably he's been small. Yeah. Because he's been a sunny six K keeper, uh, you know, well, it, pop quiz. How many, how many seasons has he pitched? 25 starts. One. It's very surprising. Three. Um, he's had one 32 start season. Were they um, all his first three? Uh, no. I mean, I mean, he's he's been around since 2014, 2015. Um, in any case, he's been good when he's when he's healthy, but he's been injured for three of the seven years, like fully just gone. So anyway, it's interesting that he's just yeah. Nate Pearson's on the same track, uh, I think. I could be wrong. It's pitchers. Uh, Who cares? Then, so the last uh, matchup of the week is, of course, you versus SNM. Well, no, you're bearing your your matchup with Jay. We'll get to, we'll get to yours in a moment. So me and me and Zavo, uh, close matchup again, pitching duel, uh, terrible K rate, but uh, good stats otherwise. Uh, no, very few saves or holds. Um, yeah, my pitching, my, my offense took fell asleep yesterday, but um, I think today will be interesting to see if it picks back up. Um, my on base percentage is two ninety seven. It's awful. Uh, his is 324, much better, but I think it's it's close. It could flip to 6-4 on my side, or it could go to 8-2 and on a moment's notice. So if you lose, Chip, you are officially fire sale, right? No. Okay. No. Just no. Mm-mm. Um. Okay, and then my matchup, nothing big, I'm losing, and that's going to happen. Um. So it's I was bound to lose at some point. It sucks that it has to be uh, Jay. And Shut up. Shush. Shush your mouth. It is close. It is a toss up at this point. But your pitching stats are fine. Your offense is fine. Yeah, He's but talk about like half. devil magic. Jay has devil magic on his team. Uh, yes, of course. 
So, what what, what, what are you getting at? Nothing. I, you always say that you know the commission has devil magic, and I just Jay Jay kind of has that thing going too, where it's like it, the worst, the most frustrating thing is, of course, I'm West Coast, so you know my day will start earlier, and mo- most of my players, I don't have a ton of West Coast players, so you know I'll start off doing well, I'll tie it, and then I forget, like oh shoot, the Dodgers still play, and then suddenly. Jay's OBP goes up like 10 points because he's got Max Muncy and all these other guys that are just shredding Arizona or whoever the hell they're playing because mm-hmm. that division's the worst. So it's just annoying to, you know, every by the time I go to bed, I'm losing. Um, and by the time, you know, Jay's going to bed, he's probably thinking like, oh, not worried. I've got my uh, heavy hitters coming up. So um, the one thing I will say is, though, those West Coast teams play early on Sunday. So um yeah i'm hoping that by sunday last game i've got this locked up but it's gonna be it's gonna be really close i think the the, the thing that i'm focused on with your matchup is the uh, new york uh so atlanta plays at new york and new york's i think rained out today and i i'm wondering if they're gonna be rained out tomorrow too there uh, are a ton of rainouts and none of them help me um i so what i would worry about is more so you know they're for example, Atlanta had uh, Jethro Tull pitching uh, today, and if they do play tomorrow, it's gonna be might be a doubleheader, and so he Jethro Tull just has to go seven innings. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like that, the the that like weird. There's gonna be conditions and rain. Your your pitchers are gonna be fine. You've got like Garrett Cole against like uh, the AAA Tigers. And uh, you just cursed uh, him. You just yeah, cursed him. Good, good, good. He gets yeah. shelled in the first inning, uh, seven earned yeah. runs. Um, then, then you think about Darvish, he's probably got a cupcake schedule too. Um, against no, he's got Houston actually. That's pretty, that's pretty tough. Uh, Frankie yeah. Montas versus the Angels, that's a cupcake matchup without no, it's not. No, it's yes. not. It's yes. not. The Angels have been scoring a ton of runs, plus, Montas has, despite the fact that like I will never quit on him. And the fact that he has four good pitches uh, in terms of stuff, he like mentally just, I don't know what his deal is, but it's really frustrating. Um, to make things so, worse, Kikuchi on, on Jay's team pitches against the Mariners in Seattle. So no, it's in your city. He's on the Mariners, buddy. Sorry, he's, in, he's at, pitching at home against the Tiger, uh, the, against the Rangers. Sorry. Oh, Thank you. That's so it's, yeah, he, he <laughs> might just throw a no hitter. So you, that's going to be on Saturday, I think. Um, yeah. So you've, you've got an uphill battle with the pitching stats. Uh, Jay might only get one start this week and finish with a good, with good pitching stats. You need to win. I think the wins and saves, uh, that's your path yeah. forward. You I agree. Just need I to get wins. I, the ratios are really close, but I think it's going to, it would be tough for me to pull out. Your um, offense is better than his on the flip side. So it's it's close. inexcusable it's if you though. lose it's inexcusable it's, if you lose that's always going to be the case i feel that way i'm definitely going to check the bones here today before the rest of the game start because uh, uh by the way cubs won today one to nothing spoiling spider necks mlb debut um so that's disappointing let's move forward to next week matchups uh we've got ken going against auto dave um you know, I'd like to see Ken pull that one out. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, you a you move really fast. Uh, the internet does not move that fast. Uh, okay. So, but to answer your question, um, I think isn't that isn't Ken playing Dave right now? 
No. No, he plays him next week. Sorry, he's playing Vishnu right now. Another auto draft team. Um, right. Yeah, I it can. I think Ken. It's going to be close, but Ken will Ken will win this. And then so uh, Vishnu, Vishnu and Jay. Yeah, that's easy. Jay obviously Jay's mm-hmm. not going to lose to auto Vishnu. Um, or there's a got, lot of shame involved. There's a lot of shame involved if there is. If, if he does, if Jay beats me and then loses to auto Vishnu, I will probably have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> so we might miss the next week's pod if that's the way it's looking we may um, need to pause and just reflect on your sanity and your your mental health for a moment because if that's well, what it takes time. to that we don't have the takes, time today so, i don't have a degree okay so uh, uh john <laughs> john john and josh are next week as well i think that'll be a fun one you've got two teams that are friendly very good and should be very good that are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know josh is we have to remember josh is still as of today in second place. So, um, against you know, all odds. Yeah. Phil Collins, great song. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's, I think that'll be a fun one. Uh, the key in that matchup is going to be, uh, how, uh, John's offense kind of comes out of the weekend. Uh, his offense is brutal. Um, I'll leave it at that. And jo- uh, Josh is actually pretty balanced. So, um, his pitching's like, been really tough, but is uh, like on some weeks, his pitching's been lights out. Um, so Scherzer and whatnot, like it, it's a matter of like, does he bench Castillo and he should be benching Castillo moving forward? If he keeps him on the bench, it's a, the, his rotation's a lot better. It's a, it's not that bad. All right. Um, You're demonizing the, it because of Castillo. That's all. So then we have Crips and Team Sonical. Crips is going to roll Sonical. We know that. Next after that, I think is the matchup of the week B uh, is SM against Real Girls Going Wild. Mm. I like that as uh, I say that's matchup of the week B because I think the matchup of the week is obviously going to be you and me, Brood Squad versus Fernie Willow. But I think that a close second will be SM and uh, Real Girls Going Wild. Um, I'm going to go with Real Girls Going Wild just because. They're my pick to make the playoffs. So I think I have to pick him to win every week. Uh, <laughs> While like I, I, uh, I feel ethically I should be choosing low. Um, no offense, Z, but um, I think just ethically it's the right thing to 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 go with. But uh, I do think that Z's probably going to win, unfortunately. Well, and then of course you're predicting a victory against me, but no one listening to this cares because it only impacts us and our text exchange next week starting probably Sunday night is going to be awesome. Uh, I was going to say Monday morning, but, um, Oh, I'm going to yeah, start criticizing your roster. Sunday. <laughs> I think we should attack. do a. am wondering uh, now that maybe this is something we should be doing in the back, but, uh, uh, should we do a podcast per day just to make it really obscene and obnoxious? Uh, maybe that's a poll we could have our listeners, uh, <laughs> email us on. in the end of the week um, it's like nine hours of of us bantering yeah, about not, our matchup and then you win like 10-0 or something and it's by like thursday it's exhausting and i'm crying in in every single episode well that part i think sounds good but we'd have to limit it to about 15 <laughs> minutes uh and i wouldn't make you cry i would just ask you open-ended questions like uh how does it feel starting kyle farmer at shortstop um so He's yeah, not even, is he even on my roster? I, I've already lost no, track. You, you dropped him. You dropped him and picked up Tanning Walls, uh, who is Xanda's uh, stand-in for Tan- a little bit here. Tanning? Did you just say Tanning Walls? 
Yeah, what's his name? Tanner. Taylor. Come on. Tanning. Taylor Tanning. Like, like a suntan? Like, what, yeah, what like, are you getting at? Yeah, like Tanning Rourke, the pitcher. Remember Tanning Rourke? Tan- <laughs> Okay, go on. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. Also, just want to do a little shout out here to my man, Khal Drogo, Alec Momoa. Uh, Blue Jays legend is going to be the next CC Sabathia without the substance abuse issues because Khal Drogo doesn't have mental health uh, concerns. He is angry and arrogant and enormous and will fight you to the death and you'll have to cut your hair when you lose to him. Well, I guess is he'd be he dead. is he okay? Like I have a lot to unpack with Alec Manoa. Uh, do you love him because of his first name? For the record, no, not at all. There's no. zero. There's, there's his name could have been Travis, and and you would have felt the same way. Correct. It's his okay. last name, Momoa, which is Manoa. the same as Paul Drogos. <laughs> okay, so number two is his looks, his his appearance. Is it is is there like a kinship there that like you you really appreciate and love him for? If I was for like his... six foot eight, like he is. I mean, I mm-hmm. think he's actually listed at like six seventy two sixty. But when you see him, he looks like like remember like CC Sabathia used to be like skinny CC, but then he got to fat CC. Um, uh, Khal Drogo is like right in between. He's just like basically built like me, only six foot seven. There's no way he's 260. There's no way. He's got to be like closer to 300, 300 something. Okay. This is a tangent, but I hope you appreciate it. What, what does your Tinder profile look like? And do you characterize yourself as like a call Drago type of guy? No, because I'm not six foot seven. That's the, that's the characteristic that's different? Well, I'm also not ripped. <laughs> The guy's name is Momoa, and the actor who plays Khal Drogo's name is Momoa, and they're both they both have like you know dark hair and just chip. Will you just go with it, please? They both have like <laughs> tattoos and stuff. Just come on. All right, all right. Anyway, we're, watch we're, him we're, pitch, we're... and he's like Dothraki fire going down. At least yesterday, he was like Dothraki fire going down not... the Yankees' throats. Are you going to activate him for next week's matchup with me? Yes. Ooh, this is going to be must-watch. I'm trying Just, to unload. When he gives nearly... up nine runs, when he gives up nine runs and you lose your mind, what are you going to do? He's not. It's already <laughs> proven that he would sooner start hitting pit, uh, players with pitches than give up hits. He He's pitching against Miami next week. Uh, that's a trap. Uh, that's going to be tough. Frankie Montas is uh, against Colorado like... at, at Colorado. Um, Montas has just broken my heart this week, so he's he's on the bench just to think about what he's done. But um, he needs to reflect a little bit before he does that to me again. You've got some problems uh, with your pitching matchups next week, for the record. Problems? No, I don't. Ooh, serious problems. So you got Pablo Lopez at Toronto. That isn't okay. fun. Okay. Garrett Cole with Tampa Bay. I know I'm probably the only person who's going to say this, but like I, I think Tampa Bay's offense is actually pretty decent. Um, it is. They score a lot of runs. It's Garrett Cole, though. So Garrett Cole is going to be Garrett Cole. But your bench uh, starting pitchers, you got Manoa against Miami. I think Miami's going to light him up. It's a track uh, game. It's, it's one of those games where you look at it and you're just wetting your lips. And then he oh, comes yeah. in because it's a second start and you gives up you. like four earned runs. Because, three innings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Frankie Montos is, uh, is at Colorado. Chip, you're going through all of my reserves. You haven't even gone through my starters. You mm-hmm. Darvish is at the Mets, or excuse me, Mets are at San Diego. San Diego, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, 
Rich That's Hill is probably going to throw a no-hitter against Texas at Texas. Uh, Carlos Rondon pitches against Detroit and Cleveland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Eric Wood goes against Los Angeles Anaheim at home. Against, uh, all- against, against Andrew Heaney. And the, frankly, the only reason he's starting is because I, I think Anaheim's got a good offense. But I'm starting him there because... He's going against Andrew Heaney, who's going to give up like seven runs. So Wood will win if he gives up like three or four. Uh, uh, the the one of those I've already mentioned, low problematic. I think everything else is fine outside of Rondon has been two starts. Uh, TBD on versus Cleveland. He's going to pitch against like Bieber or something, and he's not going to get the win. And he might get shelled. He I, he's been pitching really well, like really well, crazy well. Like you would have been been embarrassed if you had actually traded him uh, a month ago, like you were thinking uh, at selling I high. Trade him as recently as last week, last Sunday, or and then like yesterday, you would try to sell him, and he's the no, seventh no, best player it, right now. It was actually board. it was actually on Sunday where I had a potential deal lined up, or at least there was a team that's considering a deal and said, "Let me get until Sunday to get back to you," and I pulled mm-hmm. it on Sunday before it went through and pulled out Rondon because I was like, eh, you know. <laughs> I think I could live with them. Meanwhile, your pitching matchups next week are mm. cakewalk. You've got Walker uh, Burley, uh, Burley against St. Louis, easy. Savali against Baltimore, easy. Eflin against Washington, easy. Giolito against Detroit, easy. John Gray against Texas, probably going to be a no-hitter. Lance <laughs> Lynn against Cleveland, definitely going to be a no-hitter. I, I don't know what you're, you're getting at. This is all planned from from the week one. This is this has been in the works. I'm telling you. Oh, has has starting Jared Kelechnik uh, in 145 average. That was part of your week one plan. Brilliant, uh, I might add. Just like my my like keeping uh, Matt Weeders and starting him on game one of his rookie season. But yeah, that was that was as intended. It was prescribed. It's not going to blow up in my face at all whatsoever. No. So I'll still take Kolechnik off your hands uh, if you want. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, I think that's enough banta for everybody to listen to uh, leading into next week. But um, I think now probably let's let's cut this off because we got a, a good hour with Low. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody, please uh, tip your waiters. To listen here, yeah, continue, continue to listen. Uh, we hope that you enjoy our conversation with Low. We know that we did. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. Thank you for this week, and we'll see you next week. Chip, do you want to say anything else leading into the interview here? Uh, no. Enjoy the dulcet tones of Low McDonald. And now, a word from our sponsor. Welcome. And we want to introduce our newest guest for this week, uh, Low McDonald. Hey, Say hello, going, everyone. Hello, everyone. Low Thank you for having me on the pod. I'm a longtime listener, first time appearance. That's awesome. Very pleased to, to have us. you. Oh, yeah. finally, finally, the Brute Squad chimes in with some uh, some commentary. That's that's nice. <laughs> I laugh at that awkward pause that you had in between welcome and trying to formulate the next sentence. Uh, it, words are not my friend. Okay. That's why you do the guest toast. Right. <laughs> God damn it. 
All right. So, well, so L- L- Lord McDonald, the uh, general manager and owner of Real Girls Going Wild, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been, All right. Uh, it's, it's been a fun year. Yeah, I think we'll we'll get into that a little bit uh, <laughs> at some point. Um, or right. now, I don't know, Chip. What's what's on the agenda? What what what, what do you want to start with? Look, the train is off the rails already. So, I mean, if you if you are trying to if there's a logic and flow you're expecting, uh, you think you're on the wrong podcast. No, um, you guys did send a rundown to your credit. So, no, <laughs> we have a we have yeah. that. So we we, we we wanted to go a little deep into the, the history of uh, low uh, with fantasy baseball and uh, your team and and pick your brain a little bit. Um so I, I kind of I, I was really curious just to tell us what you and when you started fantasy baseball and um, how you got into all this kind of magic. All right. Well, I started like in 2006. Um, right now, I've, I've been in like three leagues consistently. Um, this uh, the beef league being the third league, but number one in my heart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started with uh, some buddies from college. So it was like a. Mixed league, uh, roto league that's still going on to this day where we have to draft like a thousand pitches because there's no innings limit. Um, <laughs> it just wow. Uh, and then in 07, I've been in an NL only league. Um, which actually, I gotta thank you, Chip, because um, you and um, our dear friend Alex Taft, you know, gave me a lot of advice on like where to look to find statistics, whether it's like fan graphs or what podcasts to listen to. and that kind of kind of led to, to an obsession. You know, I'm a, I'm a White Sox fan. So it's kind of interesting doing the NL League because everyone else is we're like Cards or Cubs fans. Right. So I wanted to ask about that NL only league. Um, any names and people that we might know or is this? Uh... Let's see. The first year, my team was was pretty bad, but um, definitely drafted Lincecum and Ryan Braun. Nice. So, so it was a. We actually like after in their final year, you know, we got I won won a chip with that one. But yeah, so I'm trying to think. I think what let's see, Aubrey Huff was on my team for a while. Oh, Um, he had a couple of good years. Any if if you're a Marlins lefty, like you're like I guess like Andrew Haney or someone, like I I had high high hopes for you. (laughs) (laughs) They had a lot. They had a lot of like just pitchers, high prospect pitchers that just fizzled or just just never materialized yeah. it's crazy and, and the I, dropped, I, dropped, actually... I dropped Giancarlo Stanton at one point that was that was that was bad Ooh. so you know there's a lot of a lot of bumps a lot of bumps on this road mm. did you find it advantageous being a White Sox fan in an NL only league where you know you didn't necessarily have those emotional ties and connections to certain players or do you just not do you not have that and is that just a me problem no, well, I mean, I think you. I mean, you can definitely use that against some people, like you know, like especially if they're like Cardinals fans. You can kind of drive up the price on some of those prospects. Um, but so, for sometimes, like people, they they forget guys, or they're they're quick to write them off, so you can kind of get like undervalued prospects for teams you like too. Um, so and, yeah, it, it works both ways. But, and, and but you're yeah, also a, kind of like best of both worlds in that you're really following the NL closely, but because you're a Sox fan, you're still paying attention to the AL just because 
the Sox playing the AL. So it's kind of, you know. Yeah, and that's that's like that's kind of one of the beauties of like joining the the, the beef league was now I could like focus on two leagues. It's it was amazingly freeing. <laughs> you never know. That's what we do. Once Be I'm free. The Orioles, see see what what Detroit Tigers I can get. <laughs> the Tigers uh, have have a lot of a lot of players now that are quite interesting. They're uh, going to be interesting in like three years, I think. Yeah, the rotation especially. Well, um, yeah, it's interesting that Chen drafted Torkelson in the first round this year for three years from now. Well, I, that's that's how he does. Dude. You know, you know, he's he's he's. I you can't hate it too much, honestly. Like you know, he got wit. Like that was a good pick. It's like, oh, you took him in the first round, and now he's like, oh, he's going to be like the best shortstop of the future. I think that we need to make this really, really clearly known to everyone who listens to this podcast, because this is actually a serious comment for a moment. Which ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I'm not serious. Serious point is that all of our criticism is that we really want just the league to be really competitive. Uh, I, I don't know, Alex, if you differ on this, but like we want every single team and uh, except Sunil probably, but we want every team to compete really well. Like Chen's draft was insane because his team's really good or his keepers were pretty good in our eyes. And if you had a good draft, you, he could win it all. Same with Josh. And it was those two teams just could pop in my head, but uh, like we want them to be good. Um, well, it's I mean, just I could, damning, just insanely stupid drafting. I don't know. So anyway. I, I mean, I, I I get that, but it's also like you still gotta like have a sustainable team for the long term, and also like like the first round is pretty much like the third or fourth round of any other draft. Yeah. So it's kind of a crapshoot, um, in parts of it anyway, because like every you know, the top ten players in each position are pretty much cut. Yeah. So if, yeah. if there's any other evidence needed that it's a crapshoot, look at Josh had what six picks in the five picks in the first three rounds, and uh, he's struggling in second place now. Yeah, uh, he's on a slide down the rankings. No longer my rival, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. actually, no, we're, we're, you, we're you kind of on like this. Critters, right? I saw that no. Uh, so Lo, what is what is your or what was your draft strategy, and what is your like team? like philosophy with fantasy baseball all right well i mean i think it, it changes just based on on where your players are at especially like in a keeper league um with this league because you know ken and i started out as expansion teams back in 2018 you know it's basically you know you're behind and i figured it'd be about a three-year process if you get prospects and like half of them hit so my, i guess for this one, like the goal is just to accumulate as much talent as possible. And it doesn't matter if it's like a veteran, a one to three or a rookie, which is how this league is set up because it's just trying to get talented players because you don't, you're not really able to draft them. So they kind of have to grow and become talented. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you're, I mean, just the, and you, you'll have a better recollection than I do, but I, I kind of, I really liked, um, your first kind of bold move when you traded for Trevor Bauer with Chip, where Chip was in a position that he wasn't going to keep him, and mm-hmm. you kind of identified, yeah, this is a guy, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, he was going to be like way more valuable than than a first round pick at that point. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, it's just, and it didn't matter if it was a vet or not, because you know, it's, my vets I could just get rid of because they're okay, but like, like you can't. You can maybe build off of two or three of them, but that's about it. So, it should be that, noted that you you actually you traded for Bauer on that like 
Indians year off that Indians year, right? Uh, right. Uh, yeah, off the off the Indians year. Yeah, and then he went to the Reds. So like you, there was a lot of risk actually in you owning him because um, he had always been like this, I don't know, mercurial type of pitcher where he was like good for good long stretches and then terrible. And with the Reds, he was good and bad right uh he was bad in 19 horrible ballpark to be bad yeah it was bad in 19 and but then he was awesome last year when he won the cy young so like anyway i i liked it too i I wish i could have kept him but uh it was that year where i had too many good starting pitchers note to all of our listeners when chip tries to sell pitching off of a good year buy buy i bought bought gary cole and uh low bought bauer and um yeah (laughs) <laughs> there are well, other yeah, names too. I mean, yeah, it's just like it was like it was kind of a no-brainer just because I you, you need some sort of pitching. Like I don't I don't like to keep a lot just because I think I've lost like a pitcher to Tommy John every year. Like someone <laughs> I, I was hoping to keep, like whether it's like Jameson Tyon or like this year Dustin May. So I, lost yeah, but, but, I hear you. Yeah, you lost Club Dog. Mm-hmm. It happens. So, yeah, so but but you still need like the potential to be like a top ten arm, like, and mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what I felt like he could be, and it's better than anything that I had. So I, like sure. I had to I had to make the trade. Yeah. So, so who are the? Sorry, Chip. I'm gonna just before you, if you're gonna move on, I just wanted to ask who are your three favorite players on RGGW right now. Oh, geez, right now. Hold on, let me go to my spreadsheet because I I. I <laughs> well, can I can I rattle off some nominees? Yeah, go for it. J- jazz. Yeah, yeah, big, uh, big jazz fan. Big Randy. Yeah, he's a newbie. Yeah. He's a newbie. Um, I, I assume the Bauer and uh, Staff Ace are. Staff, <laughs> Staff, Staff, Ace. Staff Ace. Until the until the humidity comes to Baltimore, then we'll see what happens. But um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, and you know, even like, like actually, Matt Olson, who I think will probably be on my team the longest because I've had him since the expansion draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. and Louis Louis Robert, thank you, Alex, for that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jose Alvarado is I cannot quit him. I just can't, and he's uh, like, yeah, he got the win today after an ERA of nine. <laughs> I remember when I traded when I traded Robert Louis Robert for him and who else was it was it Low maybe somebody yeah um, it was Low, Low on Tampa Bay the second baseman yeah so I, I got those two guys and he ended up doing fine and I traded him to Chen at some point or something but I think Alvarado like had a nervous breakdown or got injured or something like the weekend after our trade was completed he um, got hurt like he keeps getting hurt but like I got I have him in NL. So that's that's how I know about this nine nine ERA. So, but it's uh, but yeah, I mean he's he's just closer and waiting wherever he's at. Mm-hmm. Like, but, no, he is, and like that's the thing. Like, there he'll go out there and he'll strike out three guys on nine pitches and look amazing, and then the next day it's like three walks. <laughs> one like, strikeout, three walks. How one, one the area of nine. Like I know how, but it's like, come on, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So yeah, Lewis Roberts, I lost him for nothing, pretty much. Yeah, just like uh, uh, was was, and then keep keep Brian. That was uh, that was like a deadline deal when I had to when I was out of it and just had to sell anything that that I could sell. Everyone, you and I, I think, are the only ones that were in on him. And I totally thought it was like a throw-in and that you'd forget about him, and I could get yeah. him back like in the draft or something else. 
and I'd forgotten that you're in, you know, we're in that NL only league. And anyway, yeah. Yeah. Him, him and Alec Baum at the time were like the two, like top two third baseman prospect, prospects in the NL. Yeah. So, I, so, yeah. I, everything I had read on Cabrian was all about his defense and that he was a no power defense only third baseman, which. Yeah, I read that too. And but like. Then he started I, hitting last year and I'm like, well, I was clearly wrong. It's like I'll take that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, expect, I was like, I just I needed like a starting third baseman because like third baseman had been a boondoggle for me. Well, he, his hit tool was just—it was never power, but it wasn't like he couldn't hit. It was just they were saying that he's not going to hit for power, which you'd need to at third base. And for me, it was just yeah, kind but, of like, well, if everything else is good, then I'll wait to see if he can do it. And clearly, you know, well, I guess maybe not clearly, but based on a limited sample in the pros, like. Super- well, yeah, I mean, last year he went off. Like, it's a tough issue with no protection and the Pirates being the Pirates. <laughs> but, like, and well, I don't know. He's only played a week, so I guess we'll see what happens True. whenever he comes back. Yeah, about <laughs> that. So is, is that a good segue, in, uh, Chip, into our next uh, topic of conversation, which is um, what happened to your team, dude? Like, everybody. <laughs> I everybody. mean, like. You're not you're not supposed to be starting Mauricio Dubon and Kelvin Gutierrez in week eight. Like let well, me just start hold on, there. Hold on. Chip drafted Mauricio Dubon. So No, I did know. not. No, I did careful, not. Careful, careful, because no. he's a chip darling. Yeah, no. he might have drafted him like for the bench, but he's not supposed to no. be starting. Like <laughs> and yeah. I couldn't tell you where Kelvin Gutierrez was until I lost like a third baseman. Like <laughs> <laughs> apparently he plays like third baseman for Kansas City. He might be the strong side of a platoon. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, when you lose three players a week, it seems like. And there's one a day for, like, a two-week stretch, it felt like. like <laughs> it's, It was ridiculous. Like, this week I have three people out. Like, Jazz got hurt again. Um, yeah. Who else is out? Ozuna's out for six weeks. You that's, broke that's two fingers. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, I like, I lost someone else, too. Like Ozuna just made me laugh when I read that news. <laughs> just, <laughs> Jesus. Pitcher, some pitchers out, too, I think. No, he lost Eaton. Oh yeah, let's eat with the hamstring. Yeah, with the hamstring. I can't even keep track anymore. So I was trying to I was trying to look week to week to see who I lost each week, and I just kind of got frustrated after like week three and just stopped. I think like Matt Olson might be the only player that has been on your roster all year. Him and Big Cesar Hernandez. That's about it. See, hey man, he's been he's every time I look, it's like the Indians are terrible. So if they score a run, now that he's Reyes a, he's is involved. Injured, Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, Cesar Hernandez, Jose Ramirez, or Eddie Rosario. That's it. Like Cesar Hernandez, like going one for four, just doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With no stolen bases now, though, which is interesting. He he used to be, you know, a guy that could get you could net you some stolen bases, but he seemed to give that up like over the last four years or whatever. Anyway, well, he, well, he's like forty. Like <laughs> you're gonna stop running eventually. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so one of the uh, outside of injuries about your team, uh, and maybe these things kind of relate to each other that, uh, your offense is, um, problematic and, uh, mainly your on base percentage. And I, I just want to bring a one player, uh, Suarez, who I think yeah. has a, is batting 149 still, and it was worse in April. What do you, what are your thoughts? I, I think. A lot of that has to do with his move to shortstop. You think so? Like, I mean, I, you know, he's just 
I think he's just uncomfortable there, and I think it's affecting his overall game. Uh, I mean, that's I mean that's that's the only thing that kind of makes sense. Like, I mean, what? to me, like, because he's been solid for years now. Yeah, like 2019, 49 home runs, 360 on base, 100 RBI. I mean, yeah. he was as dialed in of a third baseman as you have in the league and it fell off a cliff that I didn't. Yeah. It's very, very weird. I think, I think a lot of it is shortstop and that I understand like he's the only one that can like really play it. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you know, they have people at third, they have someone at first, like, well, they so could yeah. play Kyle farmer. I mean, like we, uh, we talked about it on last week's podcast. Worst yeah. rostered player in the league. <laughs> Is he? Is, is he? Like, is he? A lot of injuries. There have been a lot of injuries. Gutierrez? Come on, I I don't even know his first name. I don't. Kelvin. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Kelvin Gutierrez. I didn't either till last week when I needed to put someone at third. You know, we're eventually going to get to a point where, uh, you know, how Alex every year seemingly makes up a name and adds it to his team. Yeah. You're you're going to activate one of those players, but it's at a certain point because we're just going to be out. The way things are going, it'll be next week. It'll be me. Playing second base, getting no stats, but not destroying my team. <laughs> <laughs> a zero for zero actually isn't isn't hurting your team. Unlike exactly. unlike the zero for ten. Low junior know. starting at second base. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like what like NHL where you make up players. Like I had a goalie named the Wall. <laughs> just, first first name the last the name teams. Wall. First uh, name the yeah T Wall. You couldn't stop him. That's awesome. <laughs> so what's your outlook for the rest of the year? Like, um, are you so like checking the standings here? You are four and three, I believe, right? Yeah, right? yeah. You're Tied four and three. Tie for a second, second, right? And uh you got a, a competitive week with John. And I mean, if he keeps an ERA of one point three, like seriously, it's gonna be a tough week because your pitching staff's great. Um yeah. It's interesting, uh, but you could pull off a W here and and be five and three. Maybe have Seoul second place. What's your outlook uh, with all of your injuries? And again, what you were saying at the beginning of uh, you know you were rebuilding to get to this year, but it just it, the wheels have been coming off from the get go with these injuries. Are you going to stay in it, or are you going to fire sale? I mean, I'll stay in it till 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 I'm not in it. Like, I mean. It's like what what is there to the, the fire sale? Like there's like a couple <laughs> players, but like most of them are like ones I plan on keeping. And yeah. like the other thing is like seeing if like these prospects are actually gonna pan out, which is like kind of what this year is supposed to be about. Totally. You know? And I think I mean to your point, I think you're in a tough spot because anyone on your roster that's doing well is probably one of your keepers because everyone else is injured. <laughs> you know, like you can't <laughs> In yeah. a different year, you, you, these guys that are injured, like, for example, I'm thinking off the top of my head, Darno, who you had, um, you know, assuming, yeah. let's say he wasn't injured, you know, he could be a guy that you could look to trade because someone might want to upgrade a catcher, but now it's like, you know, can't even trade him. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, and, yeah, I just dropped him, too, so he's all yours <laughs> if you want to wait till September. No, but dude, like, I will tell you, the Williams-Contreras train has left the station. <laughs> it's never turning back. You're the conductor. You're the conductor on that one. I'm stoking it with coal like none other, man. Yeah, so like the only thing yet, yeah, maybe some like position players I don't keep, maybe like a couple pitchers, like, but for the most part, like and maybe Grandal, because you know, he does have a high OBP. 
He has like a like a one thirty six average, but he <laughs> walks four times a game. Yeah, I was I was watching the Sox game today, and so his his OPS is like eight hundred or it's close insane. to. It's insane. And he's batting one thirty six. Just on base is three ninety. Three ninety. Three true outcomes right there. Just, he has more walks than strikeouts too. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, so like you know, even as bad as that batting average is, like I gotta keep him. Like you know, so mm-hmm. I mean, I that you know that's part of like getting Grandal and getting Dr. Note early in, earlier in the draft was like, hey, I, I mean, I want to win every year. I think that's what everyone's mm-hmm. goal is. Yeah, but it's like if I don't, at least I can sell them and maybe get something, maybe like a draft pick or something. For sure. Well, it's nice that you do it in a way where you're also building for the future, unlike Sunil. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, know, you, got, you know, it's not just me trashing Sunil. It is you got, you got it your is number one pick Burns too, like you know. So, so there's that. He's got Corbin. So, Corbin uh, Dallas Burns, yeah. So he's, you know, he's, you know, that's that's. I mean, I get it, but like, I wanted Randy, and like, mm-hmm. it's harder to get. Like, if if he can be like a top ten outfielder, I think it's worth it. That plays every day. <laughs> well, I'll just let you know that you have two pro- two prospects that I have wanted and i'm very jealous that you have them is one of them noel v oh yeah of course (laughs) of course but i can't have all the mariner prospects for the record no and he's 17 and he's raking in low a uh and then bruan is out outpacing like wander franco right now in triple a um he's i think i got bruan in like 2019 too so yeah yeah for a minute he's been good and anyway i'm just looking through your team and you're right like i think you have like seven or eight, uh, you know who the keepers are, and basically almost all of them are injured or they're batting one twenty on yeah. there. So it's kind of a Bruhan, you've got to be excited about Bruhan. He, he like you said, he had him since twenty nineteen when he was really I think he's got like an eighty speed and has had an eighty speed, but this year he's actually been crushing and hitting home runs. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, well they, yeah. they they you know, I think you know, even back in 2019, I think I was like, watch like there's some old like Yahoo article where they're talking to like area scouts about like their favorite players in like like the Southern League and the and the Eastern League and stuff. And so that's kind of where he first popped up. And I was like, oh, let me look into this guy. It's like, oh, he's got a great hit tool and he has speed. And I think I just tried to pack the team with potential 2020 guys mm-hmm. and just see see kind of what happens from there. Especially, you know, like younger guys that are doing 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 well on a high level. Speaking about younger guys who are doing well, do you want to complete the first ever trade on the podcast? I will trade you Cal Drogo <laughs> for Noel Vismarte. I'm gonna have to respectfully decline. Wow. Dude, Cal Drogo is throwing fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he goes on my team, like he'll have like Tommy John, like probably like next like June. Low. So let me, just, just, let me to, just chill on that. Yeah, to clarify to everyone who's wondering, uh, you know, Jason Momoa, Paul Drogo, uh, starting pitcher for the Blue Jays. Lo, have you seen him? I've I've been listening to a lot about him, and it's like what is he like a like a ten. Like ten K per nine, like in the minors. Well, no, but I like physically, he is the closest thing he reminds me to is like younger CC Sabathia. Mm. Huh. Like still like super thick, but not like you know fat. Yeah, 
he's huge. He's not going to have Tommy John because his all of his ligaments have to be like triple XL. Like, there's just no way. He's no not going to have him. He's not going to have him on your team. But the way things are going with me, like I just, <laughs> I just see it happening. I can just envision it. For the sake uh, of him, like let's just not do it. Uh, <laughs> low. I'm never. You. I'll never say this ever. But I actually think if you're interested, if you want to compete this year, it, it's actually not a bad idea. He doesn't. I need can't to believe. Teach it. I, he, I know. I know. But. Um, you can't really have too much pitching. Um, also, he, he coming... shut down the Yankees for the record. He shut down the Yankees. Oh, he looked, I, I watched it. He was dominant. Like he just, and he, all four of his pitches, like it didn't matter. But anyway, um, what I was going to say is low needs like that version of a hitter, a hitter, a hitter. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I think I'm doing okay in pitching. Yeah. <laughs> Your pitching's been doing really well. Dude, yeah. I think I, I'm all right. Low, you you need to trade staff ace. I'm sorry, you're gonna have you sell high, sell high. Yeah, yeah. Can't get higher. Can't get higher than he is right now. I do. I, I've been. I mean, I've been thinking about that. I've been kind of doing some stuff to to see if I has anyone asked about staff ace. No, no one. I don't. No one really. Outside of you two, no one really talks to me about trades too much. I think. I think. I'm, well, like free check sometimes, but like, I don't know. I think I can be kind of tough to trade with. Like, teams. Well, so here's here's the thing that I would just throw out there, which I know it will get rejected because this person really, this person doesn't really trade. No, it's not me because I love to trade. Um, is uh, Chen's team? I mean, Chen's team again. It's it's that like he's tied for last, but at the same time he's got such a great core that really like if his pitching didn't suck, um, he he could compete. Could be, he could compete. So, and he's got, and you know, like we were talking about like Torkelson and Witt and like, he's got a lot of these prospects and at a certain point it's like, okay, well you can hoard all the prospects and never win anything or you can, you know, trade one of them. And like, I love how Chip is encouraging you to trade Marte when he sits there and literally like he goes to bed at night and he says like, you know, thanks God that he still has Wander on his team and that no one's stolen him yet. And like, <laughs> I do like I just picture a chip like on his knees, like being like, okay, like Wander's still here. Okay, I can go to bed now. Um He was like, do you, Chip, do you have a Wander fathead? Like, <laughs> <in the> <laughs> Wait, like <laughs> like slap it on my, my refrigerator and it's like a giant uh or on the wall, it's a giant Wander Franco. I like to think like like where you're brewing beer, like kind of looking mm. over like your 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 kettle sour or whatever. Oh yeah. I, I like all those like like Whatever the, you want to bless that 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 what batch. Mm-hmm. Like, please look after these Vic secret hops and make and sure like, that <laughs> really bring them up. It's set up like a shrine with all those like the Mex- the tall thin Mexican candles with the colored glass. You know, like yeah. he's got yeah. all those like lined well, up. From the I have a botanica three blocks away from me. Like there you go. Yeah, I can. I every now and then I I pick up a candle. See, yeah, Chip, I, 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 I don't know what you're getting. In, like my office, like. Final Four pool, pool a couple years ago, so I can't I can't knock the Botanica. I, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying like that's how I picture Chip's trying to wander yeah, in his garage. Wander, just a fat head, a wander fat head, a lock of his hair, and eight candles. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe that's and maybe that's like Chip's version of God is this this wander uh, shrine. Just, hold like, on, hold on. I'm doing a search for Wander Franco on Fathead.com. Hold on, let's see oh. if there's any results. Nope. <laughs> 
No. No, nothing. Does Fathead no. even exist anymore? Like, I just... I'm totally. Okay. Totally. Well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure once he gets called up, so in like two years, they'll have a wander. Twenty percent off uh, your first order. Uh, yeah. Did Fathead make all of its money from like teenage girls? Uh, I'll say, yeah, teenage Packers girls fans. in Wisconsin that got Clay Matthews fatheads, like all Packers fans, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much how I picture like they stay in business is just yeah. like the state of Wisconsin. The state, mm. yeah. Actually, I, now I'm like really into the, this uh, all the different uh, Cubs ones that they have. This is amazing. Oh, man, we just got you. We got oh you Jesus, football. they have Addison Russell. Chip, I think that you should. You are a big Addison uh, Russell guy. I know. Oh God. What yeah. is he? Is he playing like independent ball? Like, is he just out? I don't is know. He playing in Mexico or something. I think he was trying to go to Japan, but I think they turned him away. <laughs> Not good. It wasn't good. Anywho, uh, we. I wanted to spend a moment on your team name. Um, okay. Yeah. The story. Yeah. yeah. What. what uh, yeah, share, share with the group so that everyone can understand in its glory. So yeah, my, my team name is Real Girls Going Wild. Um, and it's just kind of um <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a nod to uh season two, episode nine of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, titled Charlie Goes America and on like all over everybody's ass. Uh, sorry for the language. <laughs> but um there's there's a part where like where they they have this bar and they're trying to be lawless about it and so so they're trying to have a girls gone wild situation there which you know if you went to college in like the early aughts like it was just a video series where a guy would get girls to take off their shirts on camera spring, spring break spring break or you know, they went on tour too like i got ryan like it as a joke for christmas and and so we we just have it if you if, if anyone wants a copy, just let us know. <laughs> the original DVD, Real Girls Going Wild. That's their uh, Real Girls Going Wild. That's got to be like a lot of mo- worth a lot of money. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't even admit that I own it. I don't know who's going to listen to this, but um. <laughs> and wasn't yeah, it but, Girls but, Gone Wild, not yeah, Going Wild? Yeah, but like so that's the thing. Like the you know I think Mac wanted to get Girls Gone Wild, and Dennis is like, no, you want to get Girls Going Wild. So like. <laughs> It's about the transition. It's about the process. It's the process. Which, which so, and Lo, I'd forgotten about that scene, or I don't, I don't remember it, but uh, I love that. And, and it reminds me of my my favorite scene from that series where they're, they got the boat and, uh, you know, they're, they're at the hardware store and they're talking about, like, oh, we're going to get the girls in the boat. And once they're there, like, you know, like I think you'd be scared. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's the implication. You know, it's the implication that if they don't do certain things, then, you know, we're not going to bring them back. <laughs> it was like the implication. It's the same, same thing with, with this, where it's kind of like, it's the process of the real girls going wild. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> And so that's it. So like you know, like the 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 girls going wild. It's like all these prospects I had to get because it was an expansion team. And so, and so hopefully they'll go wild and and you know make it to the playoffs and have. I love it. I love it. I love it too. That's so much better than Team Sonical, which is like oh well, you know. Um, (laughs) thank you, Lo. Thank you, Lo, for sharing and for putting thought into your team name. Um, you're gonna have to get a, a jersey soon, by the way. So that's uh, that's the next step. Uh, you I should jo- you should join the the few the proud of us with the uh, with the Ebbets team jerseys. Yeah, I'm thinking about going like Forest Green or something. Ooh, ooh, 
that's good. Yeah, that's a. You got Do you have a, a any? Have you looked at Ebbets yet? No, no, I haven't. Okay. But but I will. I'll get a jersey. I'll get um, where, where where is your logo from? Oh, uh, it's from um, this um, it's like this this artist I follow on Instagram that does like um, weird like erotic drawings. Is she trying to show her tits? Oh, I'm. It. I should be probably more eloquent with how I say that. But uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hey. <laughs> Okay, so my bad, guys. I was laughing so hard, and I had just moved my phone stand, and apparently I hit finish recording there. Um, Likely the story. Likely right, story. Where, where do you want to pick up from? Well, Tits. we're just going to pick up from this. This is the transition into the awkward pause uh, because I was like Chip's little. Did she just show her tits? <laughs> um, so you, you're describing this uh, Japanese uh, erotic artist. <laughs> well, it, it's it's French. <laughs> Same thing. Sorry. Yeah, six and one. <laughs> well, there you go. Chip said yeah. Japanese, didn't he? We'll never I, know. I, w- yeah. What? 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 Any of Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's this French like artist that does like like blank space erotic pictures. So it leaves something to the eye, but it's also very erotic. Um, I, I can. Like I, I'll. 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 Um. If you, I'll send you guys the. I'll DM it to you on Instagram. Are you guys? So are you gonna make that part of the patch that goes on your jersey? Because that would be awesome. I mean, I'd like to. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. A, is it like one of those things that you can't wear in public? No, because it's not like th- she's actually nude. Right. Suggesting. Like, that's all. Yeah, it's a suggestion. Yeah. People are like, oh, what it's, is that? It's the implication. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, the implication. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah, and it's and I guess this picture is titled like the blossoming. So, like, yeah, I'll, I'll just send it to you guys right now while, while we're talking, so you can see. Well, the blossoming. About. See, just it, it just it all it all it's the synergy. It just fits perfectly. There's like so much like uh, meaning behind a lot of your name, your your, your team name, the the, the logo. Uh, all sorts of stuff. Mine is just a hodgepodge of stupid stuff from 20 years ago. Anyhow, I'm kind of <laughs> jealous. <laughs> well, I mean, well, at the time, I had like a lot of free time to think about that. So, so, so it's just, right. Jim, well, I said well, it to you. But okay. just think, we, we, this is why we appreciate having Lil in the league. Mm-hmm. Bring, bring us up a level. I'm trying. I'm trying, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just, well, it's like it's such a like joining like a fantasy like baseball league. Like it's 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 funny. Like in in the end only league, we had an issue with a guy that like cheated. Like we used to have to email like um like our bids every week because it's an auction. So we had to email them to like a like a like a basically a blank like email address, and then they you'd go through it every week. Now it's like automated, but before like someone hacked into it, and oh, so. Wow. And so, like, and we, like, someone within the league. And so I was like, well, what are we going to do? Because it's like, this is kind of jacked up and really weird. But it's also like, you know what? It'd be harder to, like, replace somebody, like, that, like, is actually, like, care, like that's involved and, like, has the knowledge base to do it. Like, it's kind of, it's like, it, it's a pain to find replacements. Sure. Yeah. Wait, so is this person still in the league? Yeah, still in the league. Yeah. we had, like, cheated? Like, yeah, like, there are like, penalties, though, like. Like I love it. Money was taken away, and like 
Like it was yeah, there's like a whole thing of penalties like involved in it. And so like it set him back for about two years, but like So how did you guys find out that he was hacking into the the email? Because like because you can it shows when the emails are read for the bids. And then like the commissioner like like found out where like the VPN was coming from and like did like some like research and Jesus. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Wow. It's 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 nuts. So but but all that to say like it's just a pain to find like someone new. So it's like, yeah, we could kick them out, but then we have to find someone to do like an NL only league, like and take over a team. Like, I barely want to do it. Like, why? Like, and I and I'm and I'm invested. Like, 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 who are you gonna find to replace them? Right, right. That's awesome. So yeah, that's uh, well, I you know that's where, where when we were looking for expansion, that's uh, you know I had known of the NL only league, and and you know everyone in the league knew you as a person, so. Um, it was, it seemed a, a logical step. And so far, I think, uh, you know, you've definitely had a lot of fun to the league. Uh, and, uh, I predict you can make the playoffs this year. So, you know, your team's on the up and up. Yeah, that's right. Look out for number, the, the eighth seed. Six. Chip. Six. Six. Seed. six, six, seed. Seed. Oh, six. Oh, six. You're right. It's yeah. six. My bad. Same well, thing. Chip, you don't don't yeah, taunt me. Yeah, don't yeah. taunt me. I know I'm going to lose. Eight, I'm going to lose. I know I'm going to lose in the playoffs. When, when staff face comes out, when the weather cools down in Baltimore, look out. I mean, I, it's it, it's perfect that you say that. Like, staff face is probably going to win the Cy Young in the AL just just because. Because eh, I'm wrong. Anyway. I, I know <laughs> it. Be, I know it. That would be awesome. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, I, don't, I mean, I think we, like, it just, you know, you look at the drafts and you look at these players and, like, after a certain point, it's like, well, who could be decent? Like, Mm-hmm. I was looking at the draft because you know we were gonna talk about it a bit, and like, you know, my biggest regret I think wasn't wasn't getting Kirby Yates. It was definitely missing out on Trevor Rogers in the 14th round because I was like super high on him. But it's you, um, you were also high on him. I was not. Yeah, so, and like, and, and and the commish got him like one pick before I did, so I had to get like Spencer Howard. <laughs> who who could be okay? I mean, he hasn't like you know. Did he I mean, he, today? He's, he's available if you want him, like. He's he's not on my team, so. Oh uh, yeah, I thought he pitched today, didn't he? Yeah, he pitched today. He pitched all right, but like he's only pitching like three to four innings, and like, right, right. And he's get he got rocked last year a bunch, and, and it's Philadelphia, yeah. which is like a terrible place place to pitch too. Hey now, Nola is doing okay. Is he? And Eflin and well, Nola's is Nola doing okay? I, this is a downer. He runs a game of it a bunch, like. And yeah. like Philadelphia, Philadelphia is a tough place to pitch. Like Philadelphia, Baltimore, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. like Milwaukee, the Cell, or my bad, Great Field. Now, like when it warms up, like like balls just go out. Yeah, no, I think. Well, I mean, Philadelphia, that team is just a train wreck. Uh, which I think is awesome when they shell out all that money for Harper and make all those moves. They're they're, they're they're garbage. Uh, Wheeler Wheeler's having a good year. Well, I think it's a good year. Like, like, because their old manager went to San Francisco, which I think is perfect because he's like a stats guy with like that GM who or the president of baseball. Yeah, president. they they ran him out of town for no good reason. I it was like what bullpen usage well, complaints. It was bullpen usage, yeah. but then last year Girardi's like th- their bullpen was. Awful. Like they had the worst bullpen in the league last year. Like two people it, in it. No like, talent. It was yeah. no talent. It was right. awful. So that's my. But part of my point is like they, they they attributed the terrible bullpen 
under Gabe Kapler as Gabe Kapler's mismanagement of it. But the subsequent year with Joe Girardi, who they would argue, and I'm sure most people would argue, is a competent manager, um, they were exposed as don't just Same being thing. terrible. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter how you I think Girardi's overrated, though, to be honest with you. Like, well, when you when you coach the Yankees, you know, I, and, and I guess he, he did win with the Marlins, right? Well, y- yeah. As a, as, a, as a catcher? No. Well, no. <laughs> that, that year he got fired mid-year, and then they won the World Series. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. I, yeah. I didn't remember. But like Jack McKeon, Jack McKeon took yeah, over that McKeon, team. Yeah. Okay. So he but the year before they did well, right? Or no? I don't remember. Uh I think so. But I thought he had some success with the Marlins and then went to the Yankees. But there there's I mean, some sort of narrative that he's a, a good manager, but he had bad luck and then went to the Yankees and whatever. Yeah, I'm with Lowe. I think he's overrated, but I also think all managers are overrated. They're largely useless. Or Except for Tony LeBoom-Boom. TLR, not being able to do a double switch. It's, okay, can, I, can we can we talk about La Russa again? I, I, is it going to end poorly, or is this going to just, like, everyone's going to forget about all this, like, drama from the first two months? I don't know. I think it just kind of keeps compounding itself because he keeps, like, getting into these jams. Like, <laughs> he, Yeah, he creates these thing. jams himself. He creates yeah, he does. Them. Like, yeah, like the whole Yermin thing, which should have just blown over. And like, it just it's like what's gonna happen like next? Like it's a young like fun team that's gonna do stupid stuff sometimes. Like mm-hmm. you gotta be like laid back about it, otherwise it's just gonna drive you nuts. Yeah, and what I kind of worry about is, I mean, right now they're winning, um, and I'd like to think that like the the real leaders of the team are Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson. Like that, that's yeah. you know, it's not Larusa. No one's looking no, to Larusa for that type of kind of leadership. Um, so from that standpoint, I think that they, the team is okay. But what I worry about is like, what happens if they, they, they've also had, you know, injuries this year. And so it's like, what happens if these injuries keep kind of coming and they struggle? And then like, that's when I could see something like the, your mean thing where like, he can say it was, you know, Bush league and yeah, they should have thrown at him. Um, and you're mean saying like, I'm your mean, I'm going to do your mean, you know, like, I mean, but like I think, like I don't think it's an issue to the playoffs because like the central's so bad. So like because the division, the, the because the division's so bad, like hopefully it'll give them time to get the kinks out and like figure out how to be like a better modern day manager. Otherwise, it'll like rear its ugly head in the playoffs. Right. Which oh, I, which is I why think on the other side, I think he'd be a good uh, playoff manager. He's just gonna I mean, have maybe, weird like, devil not magic. If lose, not if you lose the team before you get there. Right. Uh, yeah, that's it's certainly possible. I, he, he just has like weird devil magic. I that it's inexplicable, inexplicable to to like the naked eye. That he'll he'll just like he'll I I foresee them throwing having like perfect games in the playoffs and just getting lucky. Could well, it just yeah, be- I think, especially like getting Lance Lynn was like huge. Like mm-hmm. like that's you know if 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 the Sox had him last year, we would have definitely beaten Oakland. Right, Instead of like pitching, yeah. running out of pitchers in the in the in the in the in the elimination. <laughs> and that's where like part of me, part of me wonders too, you know, where you have like Renneria in large part was fired because of what was perceived as mismanaging that last game in the playoffs. Like that was my understanding is that that's really where they, they kind of looked at him versus other guys that might be available, whether it's Hinch, who apparently they never even really looked at. Uh, it was loose the whole time, yeah. um, but. 
you know, that, that that's why he got canned. And then it's be interesting to see what happens with, with the Sox in the playoffs. If, if, because Tony's had some questionable calls with respect to pitching choices. And um, so, you know, part of me wonders, part of me wonders to Chip's point, like this devil magic, is, is his devil magic really just maybe like this crazy arrogance that any decision he makes is not the wrong decision? Where like <laughs> if he leaves a guy in way too long in the playoffs, it works. But kind of. Kind of. But like offensively too, like they're not really relying on home runs, which is good. Like, so, I mean, you know, they're able, uh, maybe, maybe, part of their ability to manufacture runs is probably getting better, but also maybe he has something to do with that too. Yeah. And, and they're, you know, he's and, also, and, then actually, and, and getting a closer that isn't like column a, like, who is just like, <laughs> like I think is huge too. I mean, this is like every game with him last year was a high wire act. Right. Like, and then that's, you know, I, I think Hendricks is huge for them too. Like, I, you know, yeah. it just, it's a better team, definitely a better team. And like, I, you know, I, I'd like to think that it'll like, that they'll get it together by the time the playoffs roll around. Cause I think, you know, the way things are now, they're going to be in it. So well, I have the, I have the scene in my head uh, back in like, like a month before Larusa got uh, hired where like Rick Hahn had done and his team, had did done like a, a ton of research and ca- went to Reinsdorf with a slate of candidates of so like six or seven with details. And, and Larusa is not on there. And I can imagine like Reinsdorf looking at this, throwing it in the garbage and saying, you're hiring LaRusse and gets up and walks away. Yeah. Don't you have that feeling that that's how he operates? Yeah. I, I bet he calls him TLR too. It's not even <laughs> We're going with TLR. What? All right. Are you sure? But it's LaRusse like, or you're fired. Like, yeah. What? I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it went. Just knowing like, I mean, this guy was willing to almost get rid of Phil Jackson because of his loyalty to Jerry Krause. And, you know, like he just, he doesn't, yeah, he, he's, and, and part of what I like about the White Sox is this loyalty that they have to former players. Um, you know, when you think about just incorporating them in, in kind of whether it's radio or managing or whatever, like Kenny Williams, uh, you know, Ventura, Guillen, I mean, but, I'm pretty stoked to see like a Bray be the manager in five to ten years. I think that's going to be awesome. Ooh, that would be awesome. Or like, or like, you know, like Canerco. I, I assume that Canerco is probably the, there. Was actually I watched a, or not watched. There was like a a tweet of some dude that got a photo with Canerco. Um, he was like, oh, I was, I was like, uh, you know, at my kid's game and saw this guy walk by. Canerco without the goatee, I didn't recognize him. Like, there's he's just the most nondescript person ever. Even having watched Average him, White average white dude yeah, yeah like watching him for like 10 years <laughs> probably, like, i bet he looks like like eric banner or something like when he when he shaves it ooh, off. Like, okay. well, he's, and he's like it looks like he's lost some weight like anyway my point was just like i was just like there's as a Sox fan i don't think i would have been able to been like unless i was at a ballpark in like you know whatever like i don't think i would have known that it was paul canerco i just wouldn't wouldn't have but uh anyway yeah, I think the LaRusa thing, I'm hopeful that it's a um, – he's getting bashed everywhere. Like, there are people on Twitter that were pissed when he had eaten bunt to move runners in second and third to set up Moncada and Abreu with one out runners in second and third. Like, that's not a terrible move. You know, it's not no, like no, – they're like, oh, like, he gave up an out. And it's like, Eaton's the king of double plays this year you got your three and four hitter up. So they didn't come through in the clutch. And now you can sit there and say it was stupid, but that's not a bad baseball move. You know? Yeah, no, 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 it's not like, you know, it's, you know, it's, 
you know, they're they're they even though they don't come through in the clutch sometimes, they still manufacture runs. Right, right. No, but that's what like, I'm saying. Just, like, it's, not, it's not it's not it's like like the softball teams of like the nineties and like early aughts where just like, all right, well hopefully like C Lee will hit one out. Right. True. Right. But the stadium is the stadium. It's one of the best hitting places in baseball. Yeah. So it, if it hasn't happened, I still think it will. Cause it will change. It will. Yeah. It, it just, it just hasn't been consistently warm here. Like is the main thing. Like, like right now it's like 60 degrees to drop 20 degrees. But once it like, it's continuously hot. That's when the ball starts to start to carry mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Right. It is strange that they haven't hit that many home runs. Uh, yeah, they're like I think they're bottom half of the league. I think it's, maybe it's like twenty seventh or twenty eighth in home runs or some some low number. But then like two of the power hit, like you know, we we with all the injuries, like what do you yeah. expect? Yeah, you lost Eloy, uh, and Moncada only hits when it's hot. Um, yeah. And you know, beyond that, like you've got and again, like even Grundal, I think he has like six or seven home runs. Yeah, but six. He he has six home runs. He probably has like. 18 hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's I think it'll I think they'll come around. I think that this team is at this point it's somehow Cleveland's still hanging around despite the fact that they're averaging like one run per game. Um, well, still, I mean they they always have pitching there like so. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Low but, your team is kind of like the Cleveland Indians of our league. It is, yeah. but but then you know, every now and then you get an Austin Rally to hit like six home runs in a week. So that was yeah. yeah. So first off, I have to a correction to make the Cleveland baseball team. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And sorry, and sorry, my bad. Secondly, low. Are, are you thinking this Austin Riley uh, thing is is he's finally figured it out, or uh, certainly you're hoping that? But what are you thinking? What's what's your gut telling you? I just think he's streaky, so it's like it's week to week. Like, but yeah, I mean, if, as long as he like. What else am I gonna do? Like I can't depend on Marcelo Zuna anymore. So like, so he's he's pretty much on the team. Like, but it's like this is kind of a make or break year for him. Like just to, like because if he was terrible, then you know I'd have to figure out some other plan. But this Chip, is like way Chip, different than anything he's ever done. Yeah, Chip needs well, a third I mean, well, when, he, when he when he first came out though, like he he was like really hot too. Yeah. Yeah, but he was like a high strikeout. Um, yeah, third baseman who hits home runs and nothing else. Uh, what, so it was and, like it was not gonna and it was not gonna go well. And then he hit all those home runs and like, oh yeah, of course he's really good. And and then yeah. he had a streak of like, what two for sixty, and then he was out of the pros. Uh, and it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Reese Hoskins. Like they kind of had like a similar trajectory. Yeah, yeah. That it, it, Reese had that that what blurb of like what month and a half where he hit fifteen home runs. Yeah, and then he was like terrible the next year, and then like mm-hmm. he like. He's gotten better, like to like I don't know, be like a two forty to two sixty hitter, like with like thirty home run potential. Yeah. But like I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's what they're banging on with Riley. I think part of it too is like him, like just you know, like all these guys are pretty young, and so a lot mm-hmm. of it's them adjusting to the league and like right adjusting to the game. And so, I mean, I think his power will, like, you know, he has power like irregardless of what they do to the ball, which is good. Well, on that, on that, uh, the ball. Do you guys think that there's any anything happening with the ball this year versus the past years? Yeah, they definitely. Well, they. I think they said they're like they they were deadening the ball a bit. They they said that they were going to, and yeah. I think it's a unknown if it's actually materially impacting things. What what I'd heard, and Lo, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I probably we probably heard this on the same uh, 
podcast, but that, that it's actually had a, kind of a, it's kind of backfired where making the ball lighter, which is pretty much the only thing that baseball can control outside of the CBA that they don't need approval for. So they can mess around with that all they want. And they're trying to deaden it to what fewer home runs. And instead the lighter ball has led to crazy increase spin. Like you just, it's impacted the pitching side more, right. Where it's helping them Mm -hmm. more than what the base MLB had anticipated. That's what I had heard. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. I, I heard that too. And I mean, I mean, they definitely did mess with the ball. Like, because I think the main thing was like to like deaden it so that like it loses like five to ten feet of distance or something like that. It's like some small amount, but big enough to make a difference. Right. Um, but it's but yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know. Like, I mean, we can talk about Manfred. Like, I, does he? Do you think he likes baseball? <laughs> why do they keep like messing with everything? And like, why do they have the awards like the same day as like Thursday night football? Like. Yeah, I think you're conflating two things. I, I think he's actually really a terrible commissioner. Um, but all commissioners are also terrible um, in baseball history. I don't think there's been a, a good one ever. Kenneth um, Mountain Landis. <laughs> well, no, just comparing to the NBA and other uh, just other leagues. Yeah. He, the baseball commissioner is basically an owner. He's a stooge. Um, I, I, I don't think they're, they're competent, to be honest. Well, yeah, but like I think this one's like actively like I think they're throwing a bunch of I mean I think this is probably why Epstein like joined on because like it's just like they keep throwing stuff at the wall and like and hoping it works but it's I don't know like so, I, at the if if you like baseball I think the core of it is like it's like it's something that you can do in any city that's nice to do that anyone can do like on mm-hmm. a Tuesday or Wednesday and it's like you know it's a good especially when the weather's nice like it's it's, it's is not much better than like going to a ballpark, and it's yeah. like, and I think they're losing sight of that, like by like putting like stop clocks and pitch clocks and everything else. And maybe it's just because we're older and we appreciate it more and have like a bigger attention span. But like, I don't know. It's like you know, just I don't know, promote being outside, and, like like spending time with your friends and family. Yeah. No, I, I I hear that. I mean, so so are you anti everything that they're trying now in the minors? Uh, or, or do you think any like so? For example, some of the things that they're think that they're going to be implementing would be like moving the mound back uh, and making the bases wider and shorter or shorter, not the whatever it is. The so they're they're messing with the bases. They're I think isn't there a new like rule where you can't uh, you can't throw more than two pickoffs or something like that? Yeah, I, I mean. mean- there's also I, robot umps uh, in one of yes, the leagues. And the robot umps. I, I, I hate the robot umps. Like, just, Ooh, go on. I think that's part of the beauty of the game is like, like your Laz Diaz. Since then, or, or like, or who, or who, or who was the bad one? Buckner. Buckner was a terrible ump. Like, you gotta have like good umps and bad umps. Yeah, like, like Joe West is the worst ump ever. Which was cowboy. So, so cowboy. Joe, Joe West. Uh, he. I think he reached some threshold, a uh, historical threshold of like most games umpired or whatever this week with the at with in Chicago when the White Sox are playing. And he was the home plate umpire for that game. And Benetti and Stone were like, oh, you know, <laughs> they're like at the beginning, they were like, you know, honoring him and all this stuff. And like, apparently the Sox did like put something on the scoreboard or like, congratulations, Joe. 
And then yeah. like every bad call he made, you have Benetti be like, "Oh no, Joe!" Like, so, and, <laughs> and, and then my the, the best was Ozzy Guillen <laughs> because like I think like the next game uh, or you know in the next series, Joe West threw out. Uh, Mike Schilt uh, of the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, no, that was the Dodgers. That was yeah. He threw him out. I think uh, it, was it was Diego in the, in the in the afternoon game. I think yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was the getaway day, and so he threw him out. And that's like, and and so meanwhile, like they just spent like that whole night, like you know, being nice to him and congratulating him. And it was like so different because Hawk Harrelson hated him. So oh, anytime, yeah. oh, like yeah. anytime he was uh, umping the socks, like anything it was all Joe West's fault. Um, and I loved it just because Ozzy tweeted after that. <laughs> it's just, just like classic Ozzy tweet of like, needs to go. He should be like, he's the worst. And it's oh, like, man. there it is. There it is, White Sox fans. Yeah, Hawk hated like Joe West and, and Jay Mariotti. He's like, hey, you know yes. what a honey bird is? Uh, no, what is it? A honey bird is a bird that flies in a circle till its head goes up its butt. That's what Jay Mariotti is. <laughs> and it's just like, what? What? Like I remember watching the game with friends that weren't Sox fans, and they're like, "What is this?" Like, oh, he, he has a he's, he has it out for him. Just don't worry about it. He has an enemies huh. list, and Jay Mariotti was on there. I, I miss him sometimes. I miss Hawk. Um, <laughs> I do not. He was I, awful. I, he was I the mean, worst. Benetti's a man. Like, 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 like first, I love Benetti, but like, yeah, I miss Hawk too sometimes. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hawk was just, I mean, yeah, he, he was ridiculous. And it was, it, 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 it's funny that Steve Stone with Benetti is, I think, better Steve Stone because oh, Benetti, Benetti kind of keeps him focused on certain things and like they, they have a great relationship. But like Steve Stone and Hawk together, the two of them would just get so wound up about stuff. I think my favorite part about Hawk, though, is, like, the dead air after, like, an opponent's home run. Like, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just quiet. 20 seconds just of dead nothing. air. Just nothing. Just just let it, let the broadcast breathe. Like, you can feel his anger through the silence. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Sox give up five runs in the inning. He's like, we just sucked. <laughs> He's like, that was and, awful. And then didn't get anyone across with, like, a runner on third with no outs. Like, it was because that's the same. That's the same game. That's, that's that was. <laughs> oh. Poor, poor, poor. Anyway, I miss him. He was fun. Yeah. Did he die? Did he die? No, no, no. he's just in Indiana. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> he's still alive. He's using like Valparaiso or something. God, I yeah, that's good. Anywho, <laughs> yeah. Do we All have right, any hey. any other questions and topics for you, at Low or Al? Uh, for- uh for me no no i'm 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 good uh do you guys have any anything else you know while, while i'm here just do you have, out. i do yeah do you have any bold predictions beef league bold predictions Ooh, for the rest yes. of the season and I, t- I, I, to bold predictions generally for players like you know for example beyond mancata um things that like the whole you know all, all of the folks listening want to hear like how good he's going to be this year Okay, well, I think Yoan Makata is definitely going to drop another music video, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Um, like uh, let's see here. Um, I think you will lose a game, but not till the second half of the season. Whoa. Okay. Yes. Love it. These keep these but, coming. Keep these coming. You're not. You're not going undefeated. Like, let's get that. Let's get that straight. Like, 
I go into every week thinking I'm going to lose. So, you know. I know. And, and Chiki's predicting it, too, which I love. Mm. Um, let's see here. It's happening this week. I'll have you know. I think I think Chen will find a way to make the playoffs, especially with Degrom coming back. Yeah, and his his breakdown's good. He he, yeah. I think he's just been unlucky in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a tough team. He's got a tough team though. Mm-hmm. Staff face oh. John Means once he once he makes that trade for him. Oh yeah, AL Cy Young winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a with a package deal like like I don't like well, Chen and I were talking at at uh at Zavo's birthday, so we went something might be in the works. We uh. Ooh, we'll see. Okay. There were no, no no real facts and figures, but you know, as a preliminary, just a feeling out. Just like, hey, <laughs> you got guys, I got guys. Let's see what we can do. You just nodding at each other. Let's so. party. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. Huh. I could see like free check going on a run. We'll see. I don't know. I think it's going to be like way closer than what the records are right now. Like, I think it'll be like way, way. I think it'll probably go down to the last week for two teams. Yeah. We've had that for a couple of years now where it's, you know, um, yeah. it's, it's always a crunch for like the, basically the last four spots. Like the first, the top two seeds have been kind of locked down earlier than the mm-hmm. last four. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, I, I'm going to hold true with my prediction here because despite the fact that you've had so many injuries low uh, on your team, your pitching's been real. So, um, you know, I, I think that you can make the playoffs here. Um, this is, of course, unless you decide to go in a different direction at some point, maybe, and mm, do something I would, different. But I, I plan to, like, to, to ride it out as long as I can, you know? Like, this, yeah. I, I, I wanted to be competitive this year, and so hopefully – my well, you have been stopped getting injured at some point. <laughs> you, you have been so far. However, you know, actually, I don't want to bring up what I was going to say. Um, bring it up. Let's hear it. You already no, said it. You no. can't unring the bell, Alex. It's just us three girls. Come on. Shut it up. Yeah. I was going to say, what are our podcast guest records the week that they're on the pod and the following week and the week after that? Oh, are we like a, 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 a do we ruin people? That's what I'm wondering. Because so, mm-hmm. Sunny 6K has been on a huge slide. Kamish went on a slide Predicted. after he lost to me. No, he lost Predicted. to you and to me. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you then me. But yeah, because I got Kamish this week. It's like it's it's pretty close. He's, Actually, yeah. he's, he's fine. He's he's up two right now, but we'll see. Yeah, it's early. Yeah, it's early. Yeah, there's uh, no way to prove any correlation. There's no way his whip stays at 0.7. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Like that's not happening. It's just not going to happen. No, but he does have five save. Yeah. Five, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, actually, I hope for like I want a rival. I think it might be Ken, just because I think I beat him by one strikeout. Like it came down to like like a K per nine. Like like I beat him by like one strikeout. I like I I, I like that uh yeah. that rivalry. Um, you know, the expansion teams. You, you forever you will be compared against you know or to one another. Um. So there's that, and uh, yeah, that's that's see that's it. Why I just I can't. Everyone has a rival except for me. I, I don't think I don't think you need to force a rival. Uh, it's kind of like the Marlins, like saying like I, I'm gonna have the Rockies as my rival. It just yeah. uh, I think you well, gotta I, like earn a rival. And I think the way like I've kind of like more or less dominated Chip over the years. Like I think, <laughs> I think that's I, also yeah. Kind of leads to a rivalry too. <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> have, have you ever have six wins, you know, those I, would, I welcome that rivalry. I welcome that compared to Sunil's. Sunil's like I'm, a stain that I just can't get off my shirt. I am here to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, Chip's team is like, what, two and eight against you, though? <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> it's not that bad. Fabricating lies. It might Stop. be around like 500, Chip. Like, it's it's closer than you think it is. Like it's been three years, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, three years of of this, and yeah, like there's six outcomes. It's yeah. Not, not sure. What if, what if you played low three times one year? Uh, we haven't because of our teams, our twelve team league. It's yeah. only two times through. But it'd be like one one, and then breakdown. That's 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 how I envision it. Oh, just, okay. Just two colossus <laughs> going against each other. <laughs> Wait, Lo, we're not we're not keep we're not having ties here, are we? We don't believe in ties. This isn't no, soccer. No, no okay. I, I I don't know I don't know where the breakdown's gonna go. I'm just saying that's that would be the third one. It would gotcha. be a tie, but someone would win. Mm. Speaking of which, Lo, is your breakdown better than chips this year? No, I just checked it, but it's not far off, if I remember. Yeah, because my heading's been so whack, like yeah, been like destroying people. But who's like, uh, who is the best breakdown in the league? Is this the end of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. I, I haven't checked it. I haven't checked in hours. Actually, I can't check on my phone, so I really haven't checked in a while. But I mean, the, the way the best way to, uh, to interpret the breakdown situation is that you should be five and two, and you're it, so you somehow sneaked out two wins uh, with your uh, your record or your breakdown so far. Um, so I think you just you just remember that you really should be worse than the way you you are right now. You mean like every year where I have a top three breakdown and I finish barely above five hundred? Yeah, I think this is uh, I, I've paid my mm-hmm. penance for this. This is positive regression. Low exactly. is 33, 33 and forty four, and he's four and three, so uh, one game above, you know, that expectation. Um, and I'm four and three with the forty two and thirty four, so basically right on with my breakdown. But anyway, well, yeah, yours is the best, Alex. There you Shut go. Shut your mouth. See? Shut your mouth. Everyone, you heard it from Chip's mouth. Uh, I'm the best. I'm the greatest ever. Um, but you've been lucky. You've been lucky as well. Well, the luck's yeah, got to fall. Yeah, you've had injuries, Alex. You like, haven't had wait. injuries. It's it's just it's wait, gonna... Alex. I've had injuries. I just you hard, know. hard rain's gonna fall, Alex. Hard rain's gonna fall. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> call this as a curse. I'm not putting a hex on you. I put a hex on Vado, but uh, it's coming. It's coming. Something okay. is coming, and and yeah. you're gonna be sad soon. I'm sorry. It's just yeah. all right. Well, I've I already I've, all the, I've lost a lot of injuries all the time. So uh, <laughs> I, I lost a lot of hard rain. I lost uh, Moustakos. I lost. I've lost a lot of guys to injury this year. Al- Alejandro Kirk, okay, uh, team mascot, injured. Uh, so, anyway, no, I can't. I can't. I'm just angry hearing about this right now. Like, if he t- he starts talking about Pete Alonso being injured while he's active, it's just. I'm just going to end the podcast there. Well, he got hurt this week. God damn it. <laughs> Um, and He's like I, your I, only notable injury of the I year. I don't. I don't have him. I don't have him active this week. I have uh, Pujols, who low. I believe you picked him up after I picked up, uh, um, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Choi. 
Yeah, the the, the moving chairs because I had to drop. I don't know. I had to put Hyura back in. Uh oh. With his inability. How's, to how's well, he been since he got called up? Eh. Oh, <laughs> you sound exhausted. I had high hopes. Well, it's like it's the other thing too. Like before the season started, like I had positions, and then like four of my guys switched positions too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, awesome. so it's, like, it's like it's just been insane. Like I, I can't describe it. Like he, I don't know. He he's been okay. Okay. Like he he hasn't gotten a hit in the last two games, but it's been all right. Yeah, that whole team has struggled offensively here for a little bit. I think. Um, but uh, but they're getting the they're getting the band back together. Yelich is back and Keston's back. So there's yeah, that. Well, maybe 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 getting Adamas will help them out too. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly think the Brewers. I don't understand why they're. I mean, Kane's had a bad year, but they should well, be well, better. Well, Kane's been hurt too. He's been out. Yeah. Right. Speaking they're, of none of their guys. Well, I'll tell you why they suck. It's because nobody puts Dana Vogel back in the corner. Okay. No one puts him on the bench. This is look at the Mariners. The Mariners gave up on him and they're terrible. You know, like, come on. This is it's not hard. Um curse of Dana Vogelbach. Dana yeah. is not gonna be on my team for very long. I'm just gonna warn you that. I I don't envision he's uh he's gonna have an active job all year. Well, Chip, you can keep being a Debbie Downer. Um, <laughs> but, now, that uh, up, now that Keston's back, look out. Look yeah, out. Chip. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, so I'm, I, I don't have any other questions, and um, I leave it to Chip to do the awkward thank you and goodbye. Um, so I'll just say on behalf of myself, Lo, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being in the league. Um, and... Good luck this week and keep kicking ass and make the playoffs so that I could be an Oracle. All right. Thank you, man. And thanks for having me. This is, this was a lot of fun. And thank you. Well, hold on. No, Chip has to do the formal thing. So I, what? that was just on behalf of me, Chip. Now on behalf of the pod, go ahead. and. Uh, what Alex said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks Lo. Uh, and yeah, um, I really appreciate you joining and, uh, yeah, this is this is how we close the podcast. Usually, is long and awkward, and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, this has been a good conversation. For this is probably one of our longer, I guess. Uh, should we have should we have ended this by now? I mean, probably. You guys have been like three hours, <laughs> but like, you know what? It's it's it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, we bid you adieu. Thanks, Lo. Right. Thanks, Al. Thanks for having me. You guys have good luck this week, and um. See you guys in the playoffs. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> All Bye. right. Bye. Hello. What are you wearing? Is there anybody in there?